What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Almost Grown Up podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate that. And also don't forget to check out our YouTube channel using the link in the description. Hope you enjoy. Three, two, one. This doesn't work, but that does. Yeah, that's loud enough. Um, What's good, brother? Much. I'm still sort of laughing about our intros. You might, if you follow us on Instagram, which you should, um, we'll post a few of the outtakes because it's just voice cracks of the century and uh, <laughs> lots of fucking belly aches from laughing so much. Oh, yeah. My face yeah. hurts. I found out that if you have dimples, it's, it's a mutation. I mean, I learned this from a meme. Mutation? So it's like, well, yeah, because like it's your facial muscles have like a, it's a genetic mutation. They have like a gap when they, when they lift up. So that's how people get dimples because it's actually like a missing part of the muscle. That's like... I don't know how to check my fingers. Dimples obviously like the sort of crevice that gets created, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is <clears throat> the missing part of the muscle. Oh. It's yeah. like an evolution thing. I'm a mutant. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not hard to deduce. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's like that special. Because the, the, oh, okay. the whole thing on the internet was like, you're basically an X-Men. It's like, well, what a shit super super <laughs> yeah. I got a missing muscle in my yeah. face, guys. Well, it's like the thing with them. Um, <clears throat> like not everyone has uh, the, the tendons. No, the tendons here. There's like... Oh no! Cause you can, no, they have the tendons. They just can't see them. Yeah, no, but apparently it's like um, you when we used to climb trees and stuff. Yeah, we don't climb trees anymore. I mean, we rock climb, but it's not like we need it for survival. Where everyone does it. It's just that's what we do now. That is true. Well, not everyone, but I remember most. like I can't remember watching a. Can't remember, it might be the documentary. Mm-hmm. But they were basically talking about how like the shoulder joint people get them injured because they just don't use them how they're meant to be used. We have them because we used to, we're from primates, right? Where they used to climb. Hmm. So they're used to holding their own body weight, hanging from it, lifting things up above their head. Yeah. But because we don't have that, um, I should probably <coughs> stop taking my hands out the shot. Oh, just, just about in. Just about in. Um, <coughs> yeah. Holding up the frame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, because we don't lift it up anymore, uh, lift up directly above our head. A lot of people don't have that mobility, which is why they end up in their old age with injuries just from not using the muscles correctly. Oh, that's weird. Funny you should say that actually, because um, I went down like since our um, since two podcasts ago. Mm. Um, when we were talking about wrestling, I I was still in a sort of wrestling rabbit hole. I, was I sort a lot of ended of... up. Is this on like the YouTube algorithm too? I think it's just... potentially. Yeah, like a lot of the because <clears throat> a lot of these guys are now speaking of which, drop us a fucking like smooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all like retired or semi-retired now, and <clears throat> um, they're all you know kind of getting on a bit, and they're talking about all their injuries and stuff and. Uh, there's a really good um, Joe Rogan episode with The Undertaker, which I referenced uh, anyways. But definitely check that out. Um, and he talks about um, some of his injuries that he's had where he was uh, doing a bench press. <clears throat> he's kind of like quite heavy. Um, and then his like gym buddy or trainer at the time, he just wasn't, wasn't really paying attention. He kind of lifted one. was like, oh, yeah, it's felt good. Yeah. Went back down for the other one. And as he's about to come up, he just went. And he just went. It was like. He's got like 400 pounds on him or some shit. And his like trainer just comes up and is like, oh, fuck, yeah, you got this one more, one more. He's like, no, my arm is gone. <laughs> it's like fucking upright rows of shit up, up to the thing. And it's just completely gone. But um, he was just saying, there's like a tendon which goes from uh, your upper shoulder towards, towards down to like your, mm. your tricep or whatever. He doesn't have that. Like he's dead. And then he went to like all these surgeons and stuff. Fuck. And they're like... Um, like you know, best of the best shoulder specialists, and they like, imagine with that much. Yeah, and they're like, um, I don't know if there's a whole lot I can do for you. And he's like, <clears throat> lift your arm up like this, yeah, lift your arm up like this. And you paint like th- th- there's no logical reason why you should be able to do that. 
But it's, it, it comes down to like, you know, you've you've injured it, but you've had to just get on with it. So your body's had to adapt. And as a result, I'm sure he strengthened a lot of other parts of his body where it's just allowed him to fucking use yeah. his arm again. How old is he? Like 50, something? something? Probably, yeah. But I've started to notice similar things nowhere near <laughs> on that <laughs> level. But like my neck has always been really fucking tight. Like I've, I've got this ball in the back of my neck where it just, it does this thing where it just goes, you know, like where you can feel it. Mm-hmm. It's just huge, right? And when I kind of try to massage it out, it kind of aches but doesn't go away um and before the first lockdown i went and kind of for a couple of massages for it to try and be sorted out and then his masseuse was like bro your your neck is <laughs> if my masseuse fucked. went bro i'd be like you're not my masseuse anymore no but, but like in my head she was like, just like me, me in a hat. your, your like, neck is bro <laughs> the worst i've ever worked on i'm like legit she's like Thanks. does it does it hurt it's like no it's just fine like i'm sure that parts of my body have just kind of got on with it mm. um but as a result you know a couple of times when we worked out you know when we were doing those exercises mm. and i was like bro my neck is just really stiff and i can't untense it <laughs> yeah exactly maybe it's just that kind of overcompensation for like this bit here is fucked so all this kicks in traps kick in well lack of traps kicks in yeah i never traps kicking in is quite common though isn't it yeah but i mean you felt it was just fucking rock solid it's not quite that <laughs> you felt it as you felt it it was rock solid yeah that's good I think we might start um, collating our our slogans yeah well once we once anyone starts to listen to this shit <laughs> we'll, put, we'll uh, just keep making videos we'll, anyways for we'll, us put a, we'll put a like a um, a poll out and be like which one would you like on a t-shirt yeah some, some good old slogans we'll make some for us now we <laughs> I'm not wearing that shirt. <laughs> no, in the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so if you're not going to wear it, what do you think? <laughs> what makes other people like want to wear it? Yeah. you got to wear... Everyone's different, re- man. Yeah. I respect that. you got to wear the merch you make, man. Come on. Whoa, nah, that was a loud crack, bro. <laughs> old age. Jesus. Speaking of old age. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to say. I, I was like looking in the mirror and I was like, what the fuck? I don't know if the camera can see this shit, but... This thing's going backwards. Get a nice still. I'm getting that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the thing, that works I'll zoom in the thing creaking is like not yeah. not doing me any justice because it's making me look like I'm farting on camera which I'm not <clears throat> yeah, off I've camera thought... though all hell breaks loose but for me like I've always had Joey Jordison forehead like fucking if mad you don't know who Joey Jordison is google, google his it. forehead right <laughs> google his forehead <laughs> big forehead I'll fucking show you big forehead well it's not in comparison it's not that big but start to notice these fucking receding bits but I've I've always kind of had a big slap fucking forehead but I don't know if that's always been like that or like so you know baby hairs right like the little mm. is that a sign of I don't know that's what I thought because so I was like hairs going back or just is it hairs going in back properly? or is it is it going the other way mm. <laughs> yes I don't know um, help us yeah because like this how do you know no, should I start a separate fund yeah, but, for, for my hair yeah, transplants you, when I'm older oh, yeah. I guess that's the only real way to fix it right because yeah. there's a bunch of different like I remember when I told you this Kills the first you time, you're take. like, like, why do you need to get it done soon? Just take, <laughs> take the roots from your pubes. I was like, yeah, but then you have like the wrong texture hair for the front part of your hair. Is that how it works? Is it just, so you're yeah. literally taking the they root? Take the, yeah, they take the follicles, plant them there. So it's, it's a hair transplant. So they like, so, because obviously, but, I'm sorry if there's any bold listeners um, out here, but. I've got bold mates. It is, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> like once it goes shiny, like. They ain't, ain't no hair growing on that. So they need to, whilst it's still like possible to grow hair, oh. implant some 
Yeah. Oh, so you can't... And, and sometimes they don't, they don't even take. Oh, shit. So you can spend all that money and you'd be like... Yeah. Which right. is like, it's part of the thing that you, you, that you sign. Oh, okay. So there's a high chance. But don't they... Don't they take chance, it... But it's a, it, there is a chance. Don't they take it from like a donor... So you're like your you own have some... so you're taking it from like oh. here or whatever. So it's still the same texture hair, <clears throat> and they all plant. Ah. So like there's a um. You can't take it from somebody else, can you? Well, I suppose you could, but I don't know if anybody would want to donate I think their that hair be follicles. Weird. I don't know. Why would you? What well, fuck knows? You got the same sort of similar. That's like organ, organ, organ don donors. Yeah, but that's because you don't have any of your own. Basically, you can't, have, you can't have a hair transplant if you haven't got any hair whatsoever. Okay. Like, if it's just, like, all gone, then it's like, you're, you're too late. You missed that boat. It's That hairy boat has sailed. Which hairy. I'm I'm not, like, against. Because <clears throat> for me, I hair was... from here down can just not exist. Neck down alopecia. Yeah, I'd, I'd sign me up. <laughs> yeah, cold balls, you take, Could you take arm hair? It's quite fine. Yeah, that'd be weird. Though. That'd be like a weird sort of like baby Yoda fur. <laughs> like you know when you see the light shining, you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that's almost like more like balding because they're like that fine almost and like highlights the fact that you're going yeah. bald rather than like I can't actually grow like any hair. I've just got like peach fuzz on my head. Yeah, there'll come a day where I'll just be like, fuck it. I wonder how many like I've had a couple of mates who've done that, and it's just like. Well, just they just save it. so much better as a result. They were always like, oh, I don't know if I should get rid of it. And then they got rid of it, and it's like, bro, it suits you. It seems like anyone who shaves their head off will suit it. That's what you got to say anyway. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, bro, you look shit. I've got a weird shaved head. i got like a bit of a flat flat back. <laughs> where the just, hook. There's, no, there isn't really a hook. It's just kind of like, i got quite a round head, so I don't really quite know what it looked like bold. I might buy one of those, like, you know, the... The things you wear underneath a wig to really no no like the really oh, tight fucking almost like a swimmer's cap. A bald wig. Yeah, just to sort of see, what, see what, what, you look like. what the future. You have to like do like. The, the the seam, so do a bit like concealer. Get get um. I was gonna say Lily, but wrong person. No. <laughs> Charlotte to do it. It's like yeah, patch you up. No, whoa. Or just Photoshop it. I oh, know because then you won't really see. Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure out. What's... I wonder how many like companies out there. Uh, have done like hair transplants, but they probably know that they haven't got like the tech to do it as well. Oh, I think that borderlines on some sort of like moral. Like... Imagine you're selling these people a dream, being like, "Yeah, we get your hair." But I feel like you need. And be like, "Oh no, it didn't take." Yeah, we need lab reports. You can't just claim something and then not fucking. How do you get certified as like a hair transplant? It's like FDA. S- what FDA in America? I don't know what it is over here. The governing body, NHS. Maybe I don't fucking know. The bold. Eggs union. As <laughs> <laughs> opposed to the hairy eggs. Uh, oh, I got some hairy eggs for you. Mate. <laughs> oh, I just clogged onto that. Oh, yeah, I clogged onto that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys need to follow us on Instagram. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to 100% have those clips up. I really hope you didn't switch the camera off in time for that. Um, if not, then there'll be audio at least. There'll be some form of <clears throat> voice crack. <laughs> just to make sure. Oh, natural. Just have to make sure it didn't happen again. <clears throat> voice crack. <laughs> but um, I yeah. think one of the things we wanted to discuss this podcast was, funny enough, speaking about companies who say they're going to do things that can't do them. Um, was trying to see see through. Uh, I guess seeing through bullshit's a bit like broad and yeah. a bit of a crass way to say it. <clears throat> but um, I guess yeah, just. Seeing through what people 
want to sell you and what they actually will provide in return. I think there's a couple yeah. of occasions where... I think you've Not talked, just as a company, though. Like yeah, not more just as a company, just but even, even on, like a, on, sell like, the on, idea on, on a human level. Yeah. Um, just, just being like a 100% rotten person, you know? Not even that they're doing something morally wrong, but they're just dishonest. Yeah, like I get to... Or a severe misrepresentation. I don't know how you, you want to put it. I get it for like a certain sense. point of like... So I've had it a couple of times where... Um, I say a couple of times, quite a few times where, you know, the industry that I'm in, like the music industry and the arts industry as a... Uh, the arts and entertainment industry as a, as a mm. whole, I'd, I'd have thought it was quite similar um, between sort of disciplines. But, <clears throat> you know, go for an, going for an audition or working with a new artist and it's like oh yeah got all this sort of stuff and obviously they're going to hype stuff up like it's just natural isn't it like but then it's it's mainly when you're younger um you, you can industry. kind of yeah but you just don't understand and and you know you just got this haze of like oh yeah sick oh cool this this is potentially gonna happen and you know not to say you put all your eggs in one basket but it's a bit like you, you, you kind of have this excitement for it which which is awesome but sometimes <laughs> you need to kind of lay loose what um uh, lay back with that a little bit because then you get your hopes up and then inevitably 99% of the time which is what's happened in my case shit just doesn't happen or it just falls through or it's not I remember exactly hours as it was sold to you I remember you telling me about um, that this Doors covers band oh, so Christ. so I went to I went to one gig of theirs uh, and, and I the went, only gig I played <clears throat> yeah so and Camille was like super excited about it and um, so we, we, we go to the gig and uh, and the guys go to the back. They're just they're doing their own thing. So I'm kind of I'm just there. I'm like I'm just chilling out uh, by the bar, waiting for the bands to come on. Um, Camille's in the dressing room with them. <clears throat> he just came out and sat with me. I'm like, do you want to be with the band? And by the way, so after this gig, there was there was talk of them going to Australia and touring and all this kind of stuff. We'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, but, but this was after after this gig. Um, <clears throat> but even before, and there was like a lot of excitement. And you know, Camille loves the Doors, a great band. And well, I, I kind of got into them through playing the music. I was like, oh, this is kind of sick. Oh, okay. It's not someone I would like to listen to, but right, right, right. I got recommended for it and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. But then, then Camille comes out and just sits with me and I'm just like, why are you, why are you in the back with your back? He's like, <clears throat> yeah, they're just just doing lines. <laughs> back. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. I'm like, fuck, I should probably go in the back then. <laughs> but, <laughs> let me but, in. <laughs> let me in. I'm the roadie. Yeah. Um, but, so I was like, yeah, cool, whatever, you know, teach their own. Do your thing. You know, musicians are going to be musicians. Yeah, and I have no qualms about that, but it's just do it after the gig. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, you can. I mean, we can both sort of sort of vouch for what happened on stage. Yeah, which was <laughs> so the weirdest vibe. So there's like, okay, so I wish there, I have videos. To I wish like, I wish I had videos because <laughs> I, I should have taken them. But I was like, does he want this on record? Yeah. Or not? yeah. So. Obviously, Camille being the sober one, you probably had like what a, a beer, maybe if that. Probably just to be like, fucking hell, I need to get on some sort of level of <laughs> yeah. insanity to cope with. What's so basically, a beer versus three or four lines of ketamine <laughs> for I'd say a, I think it was about half hour, forty minutes set, but it felt like an hour. And, and no disrespect to like to you, yeah. uh, I know you know that, but so basically, Camille was the only one who was solid. I just sat behind the kit. Um, but I was the, like the working le- my ass off. Yeah. Because the whole band was just all over the place. We had one rehearsal. I don't know if anyone here has been on 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 ketamine, but you you can't. There's no way you're going to be able to play a gig as a band to make four other people sync up and play the right. To be fair, they did quite well to get through any. Of the I was going to say like there were moments where it it clicked and and we 
We did shit. <laughs> ma- ma- mainly because I was like, in time. Eh, like, here's, here's where now. shit's happening. Like, But so to this bad fucking. Even even the band manager, I think it was, who was there, and he was just there, like head like head in hand. Was, like, was it band manager? I can't remember. Is, is I feel like there was you, someone. The guy you were talking to afterwards, and you see, he seemed a bit like <clears throat> you were you're talking about exchanging notes and stuff. And I was like, what notes, man? Fuck this band. Yeah, I feel like there was someone who <clears throat> they was it tour manager brought along to maybe uh, open up the door, like for the um, Australian thing. So they. The kind of thing was like, oh yeah, it'd be cool. Like we've got some hookups in um, mm. Australia with this guy, and uh, they've they there before. Yeah, so it was, it was a bit more tangible. Right, right, right. Um, and they were just like, uh, but there was a point where the lead singer was. So his girlfriend was sitting in in the crowd as well, and he full on went up to what to, was it? Jim Morrison? That's, no, yeah, the singer of yeah. Van. No, of Van Morrison. Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah the singer for the Doors. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Curly Head. He bear in mind this is a covered band, so like you you need to you know. Method acting, kind of right? embody, yeah. Yeah, so they were like, they had to all get up the, I don't know, waistcoat sort of thing. The the yeah. wig. He goes off Fucking into into the, into the into the crowd. Um, well, and crowd. Then, and then like <laughs> the empty like, space in front of us. Like points at her while he's while he's singing and stuff, and I'm like, bro, this is like the most Terrible, cringe bro. thing I could possibly imagine because she was really sat there like, does everyone else know he's fucked? And everyone else knew he was fucked. There was at one point where he's doing some weird fucking moves on the stage and... He was like, like, like imagine... Fully like humping the stage. Yeah, like lying was, down, like kind of caterpillar, caterpillaring, if that's the term, yeah. along. But whilst yeah. also singing something. It was weird, man. And but the was, other thing is, because I feel like you were quite taken aback by it because the stage like light was on you and you weren't hidden by like a, a kit because you weren't on a stage like a, on a it was like a slightly raised stage it's a cool venue like, I've been there a couple of times but, um, but you could see in your face that you were just like <laughs> the fuck is going on here yeah like yeah. Just, just trying to like just find, plow through and just, yeah, just get, get the songs done and it was like an hour's gig or something like that it, it was it was one set long. right yeah it was, it was one set yeah yeah it was like I don't know maybe 10, 12 songs? But then and anyway, Dorse songs aren't short. Yeah. Anyway, so, so bottom line is this this gig went terribly. Um, but okay, I say it went terribly. It was just a bit embarrassing to watch the, the front four. The and actual also music... also be in as well. Yeah, the actual music was... Ah. Was decent. Yeah, we got through it. Yeah. And then in a couple of weeks, or maybe it was like a month afterwards, when you said now they're going to... Kind of they're going to Australia, and I was like, to cut this shit. Well, no, but the yes. thing is, like, so they're kind of kicking their teeth. was like, after it, you were kind of like, oh yeah, we'll split doors or whatever. And then they, they made a, a, I think they had a decent amount of people turn up or expected to turn up, you know. And then, you know, not many people do turn up or whatever. Mm. And then it was, like, it was like 70 quid for the gig. And I'm like, are you mad? Like, I did like two re- one rehearsal, mm. like long fucking day and learning all this shit and charting stuff out and and whatever. And then, and then didn't hear anything after that. There was like a kind of, Sort of weird, like apology. I'm like, oh shit, bad for kind of being like this. But I was like, yeah, if <clears throat> if you've done it like that, then I know that you'll probably do it later on, anyways. Mm. Yeah, um, this is the first one. Like, it wasn't put, enjoyable. You got to put your best foot forward, which is and weird you on the first gig with a new drummer. Yeah, which is so <laughs> weird because um, after the first rehearsal, we uh, the the, <clears throat> the only rehearsal we had, it was like sounding fucking sick like it was cool mm-hmm. and you were like oh yeah do this and sounds great and we just vibing so when, when we got to the gig I was like very excited I was like this is cool man like not even for like the prospect of you know going and 
doing Can other gigs. Yeah. It was just like, this is cool. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying <coughs> it. And they've got me into this band as a result. Yeah. Um, and then they just was like, just crumbled after that. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And the fact that you came down, I was like, oh, he's even come. It'd be, it'd be sick. Is that back when we lived in Kensington? Uh, no, I want to say no. Mm. Before that. Possibly. Just does. But anyways, yeah. Um, but I feel like this, ha- like, well, we spoke about this off camera too, about how this happens a lot in the music industry and just the arts industry in general. Yeah. So I know there was another band that you were in uh, just before we moved into Kensington and there's a front man. I think I remember meeting him one time. And I was like, I don't like the vibe of this guy. Yeah. Turned out to be abusive to his girlfriend, mm-hmm. manipulative, stole like 20K of someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, just like I said, an absolute, just 100% rotten to the core human. Mm. And again, pulls the wall over over your eyes, sells himself as a certain thing. And then it's just like, there must be a way to see through the bullshit in some way. I think it's just experience. It's having to go through that bullshit to then, because there aren't any hard and fast rules to it because everyone's just trust your friend. <laughs> well, yeah. I still remember that. No, it's fine. It's still, um, I still remember the time because he told me like he has this like blind thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then like apparently you could only see like, know, close, two, like two, really feet, close two feet in front of him or something. So I think the first time I met him, like he was in a shop paying, paying for this thing. Uh, and then he used his phone like this. Like he literally, I don't know where my phone is. There it is. He's like, the phone was like that. And I was like, come on, what's this motherfucker doing? <laughs> so he's sniffing his phone. It looks like the shopkeeper's right there. He's going to do a line. We'll do it outside. <laughs> he wasn't doing a line. He was just trying to look at his phone like this. And I was like, this motherfucker just skated here at night. Yeah. And, he, and he's doing this in front of his phone. You would have gone into something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this, I don't know. There's certain things I'm sort of like, this doesn't, this doesn't add up. True. And then, you know, when someone just they have a way of talking, and you're like, you, you need to talk about yourself far too much than the regular person. Yeah, it was one of those kind of things, where it was just, yeah, just lots of talk uh, about past stuff or things that he has, or things that he's up. done, or his. Just the demeanour of the person. Uh, yeah, bit, I feel like off. the more you need to talk about yourself and not just let it come through your own character, the more questionable it is. Yeah, and it's also kind of just, I guess, the circle of people he hung Life. out with where <laughs> it just wasn't my kind of bag. It was a bit too pretentious. Um, but I guess the, the one good thing that came out of it was I, I made a really good friend as a result, like our kind of mutual mm. friend at the time. Well, I became friends with her, who was a mutual friend, and then... Um, now is a, a close friend of mine. Um, and now you both have a mutual <laughs> foe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes, I yeah. wouldn't say it's, it's that petty to go as far. No, 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 but... no. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, you know, like I was saying, you know, there's no hard and fast rule with any of this sort of stuff because all of these experiences are different and, yeah, they might have similarities, but, you know, your mindset's going to be different. Everyone acts and, and reacts differently to certain situations, so you might kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, but, but this, I have a good feeling about it, you know, and until you learn... But this is through thing. going through it, then <clears throat> you can set out your own rules and you know so not we, get too excited. When we started this podcast, is about being almost growing up, right? So this kind of ties yeah. in nicely because, like you said, within experience, you have that young exuberance. So like the Doors project, you were like, it's like a I'm, puppy. I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. You're like yeah. you don't know what it is, and then I think eventually, like so, anyone who's listening to this who's younger than the age of I don't know 25, right? You're probably looking at people, and we've got some really low gain on this. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we, um, you're probably looking at people older than you've been like, oh, they're old and they're miserable. And I think 
I used to be the same way, but I think you eventually have that like excitement beaten out of you because you've just been disappointed so many times. Which sounds like a really depressing thing to say. And it's hard to then want to get out of the industry because you're like, oh, everyone's the same. But not everyone is the same. you just got to filter your way through the shit people. And unfortunately, you know, chances are when you start out in it, you are going to meet those time wasters and you just have to stick at it and just fucking just work. You just literally just fight your way through the shit. Like you're just crawling through mud. You just got to fucking move them aside. And then you meet a few cool people. Like for me, you know, some of the, most fun I've had on stage and some of the best projects I have been and am currently in is through my mates in uni. <coughs> like, um, mm-hmm. my, my housemates or my ex-housemates, um, you know, still doing stuff with them and, you know, they're incredibly successful in, in their own right and then, you know, they do music stuff and they're like, oh, I need someone to help do this and then you kind of bring each other in because we know each other but we didn't know at the time. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this producing project, thing yeah. and then I'm going to get you to play drums on it and stuff. It was just, we were just mates and then that's, because it was a very natural and organic um, friendship which turned into a working relationship. And because we know each other that so well. is that to say that, because when you put it like that, for someone who doesn't like know, oh no, no, that, it sounds that, that like, was just my. It sounds like business relationships can't ever work when it comes. Oh no, to, oh no, they can't. No, to... I'm just saying, like, um, for me, anyways, like the 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 better things have come from the least expected things or the least the things I put less. The best kind of night out into. is the one you don't blame. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, that yeah, works out. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's just tons of stuff that kind of comes your way you know and then you just you just, just gotta work through it innit? but that's where that's the other thing especially when you're new in an industry you can't you, you can't, can't be really say yeah you can't really because you don't pick know. yet because you haven't number one you haven't got that experience so it will excite you number two you don't know you don't know that you're going to have more opportunities so you're just like i'll take whatever comes and that's <clears> definitely the way to go you know because you, well, I mean, I feel, you, to you extent, won't know what you sell yourself short at some points too because you'd be like oh, i've got to take it because i don't know if i'm gonna get anything else yeah, but then it's also like, you know, it's it's, like a, there was it's that, a contact-based industry yeah, where exactly. you, the, the more you pay, the more people know about you. And, you know, it just takes one little remark to somebody else. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I actually don't have someone. Oh, yeah, I'll give him a chance. Then I can open up an whole oh, fucking world for you, you know? Yeah. Um, and you just have no idea, you know? But then it's so easy how you can have those, I guess, those, the typical, like, like Harvey Weinstein sort of characters that'll be like, oh, I can get you this. Yeah, I've not had. But yeah. at least, in, at least in that in that situation, I know it's a, <laughs> it's a very dark topic. <laughs> but like in that situation, he actually could do it because he was that powerful. But then uh, imagine the amount of like young musicians or young talent in in, in whatever industry yeah. get taken advantage of because they believe someone like that. Yeah, but also because you're you're so hungry for validation. the opportunity. <laughs> no, no validation, but just to be <clears throat> within the thick of it. You know, you can almost put yourself in situations where. You, you probably shouldn't, mm. but you don't know at the time, or you don't know any better at the time because you just, you're like, oh, just this will be a way in. And then it turns out to not be the way in, it just ends up being this infinite loop that you're stuck in. And then it's hard to break out of that as a result. So, do you reckon how, how you mentioned about there, there being a, like a, a good loop in terms of um, recurring work that yeah, works when, when people, people put like. in, Yeah. Is there also an equally bad loop in the sense that? if you're known to be associated with a certain character... Potentially. It'll then work badly for your brand. Potentially. Like, it, that sort of stuff could take 
a lot longer to kind of manifest or to come out. Like, you know, you can get involved with people who you may not necessarily get a good vibe off, but you kind of just play along and then you might start to like it. And, mm. you know, through a lot of my tutors and um, like where I studied at ACM, you know, they were telling us stories about um, like just some of the shit that they've had. So one example was um, an amazing uh, tutor. Um, he would... So he had an audition to play for Seal. Um, he went and had the audition. Yeah, dude, had the audition. And he's done some big stuff as well. You know, and he's very like, he's kind of, um, he had his kind of rules set out. Like he wasn't going to do certain things for mm. any reason, right? So he would, had the, had the audition, played, and it was really vibing. He was like, yeah, cool. I like, really like it, that kind of stuff. And there was another drummer who was um, auditioning at the same time, but they really liked him, you know? Mm. So then he went out with um, his girlfriend at the time, I think wife at the time, whatever, to a restaurant to kind of celebrate because it was kind of portrayed in such a way where like, oh, we'll see, we'll see you later kind of thing. And oh, right. you, you got the gig in it because it, they never want to say straight away to keep your hopes up in it. So then he was in a restaurant. Um, I mean, I see he uh, goes, but then he goes into the bathroom, right? It's weird that he decides Seal to walks in. Oh, what? So Seal walks in. They happen to be in the same restaurant. He's like, oh man, like, whoa, what the fuck? Must have gone to like a nice restaurant or whatever. And then... Um, um, he just starts drawing up a line of line of coke, and he's seal. like, "Yeah," and he's like, <laughs> "And he's like, sorry to call you out like that, seal, but everyone does, it, I guess." And he's, um, everybody knows. He's like, "Oh, you, do you want some?" And he's like, "Oh, no, no, not for me. I, I don't sort of do that sort of stuff." And that lost him the job. That you fucked up. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Seal was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool, no worries, no worries." Um, so he went, and then he kind of sat back down. I was like, like, <laughs> like, "I should take the line." No, no. To his missus was like, "I think I just lost a gig." <laughs> I just got a bad feeling. So then the next day he gets a phone call. So like, oh, that's right, man. Like the other drummer is just a better hang. And it's like, I'm all for, you know, you need to hire someone who fits very well. Like just basically someone who isn't a dick. Because, you know, when, you, when you're gigging or when you're doing certain projects like that, you can, you're spending more time off stage with mm -hmm. that person than you are on stage. But to bring it down to that, like, oh, this guy does drugs, therefore he's cooler than you. I don't think, it's that. I don't think it's that. I think it's also a lot to do with, well, switch the camera back on um, <clears throat> there's man. um I don't think it's, it's to do with that I think if you've done it you'd probably get that when you're on it there's a certain level of self-consciousness that comes with it and you don't want someone there making you feel uncomfortable whilst you are on it or whatever yeah maybe and because like you said you can't put it down just to the hour and a half two hours that you spend on stage it's a it's all the bits around that too if you're especially if you're touring so yeah. I, I don't think it's about being cool I think it's about not making the people who are on it or whatever, because it might not even but, be. But, but he it did might it that have, way, yeah. It might not even have been the fact that he said no to the line of coke to make him think he didn't do it. It might have been the way he said it. The way if he might have been like visually taken aback by it and still was like ah. Oh. No, but the thing is, like, so he was around all that sort of stuff, you know, from um, a lot of the various other gigs he did, you know, and he always was like no because that's like my mine is it integrity uh, or my yeah I guess he like his integrity was just like. Um, or his values yeah. um, were just like no, I, I don't it's wish. Not for me. I, yeah, I, yeah I don't wish to partake in it. So you know, he stayed true to that, which I fully respect. Um, and and then he just didn't get that gig, you know. But after that, he got many other amazing opportunities. Um, just not with Seal. It just didn't sort of happen with that. He played with Joss Stone. Why not? She does gear. Amy Winehouse. But she does. She definitely gear. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He was around people who were still doing it, but yeah, it wasn't just, you know do drugs and get this cool gig. Mm. That's becoming know. less and less of a thing now, I think. 
becoming a bit more detached. Sealed is definitely going into this title, 100%. Clickbait city right here. They will put like the animal seal in the thumbnail. So seal's doing coke. Ooh. Well, He's... the Navy seal's doing coke. <laughs> we no. can spin it in so many different ways. There might be a lawsuit, though. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but, Seal, if you read this title and you're listening, let us know why the guy in the toilets <laughs> who turned down your offer on Coke... You probably don't remember. ...didn't want to eat your two off his nut. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like... He's like... What? He's like, okay, but which one? <laughs> he's motherfuckers. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think that's a, a nice way to wrap it up, Seal. Yeah. You hit us up in the comments. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> why your coke advances were turned down and why you didn't give them a gig yeah as always guys be sure to like comment uh subscribe as well if you haven't already and if you're just listening us 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 if you're just listening to us on spotify or apple or whatever um a rating and a review would be mega appreciated um and make sure you hit that like button yeah peace <laughs>